title of the message is The Unshakable Kingdom of God. You know, Satan will try to shake you. Like Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, Simon, Satan is demanded to have you that he might sift you like wheat. But praise God, we have an unshakable kingdom of God. Father God, we pray that you would speak to us through your word. Let it, Lord, come into our hearts in power to change, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. I was uh, meditating and uh, I sat down to meditate. Instantly, I had a vision. Instantly, I had a vision. And in the vision, I saw a mighty mountain arising before me, just an incredibly huge ice snow-capped mountain. And I said to the Lord, Lord, what is this that I'm looking at? And he said to me, it is the kingdom of God arising. And then I began to do a bit of a Bible study um, and I felt the Lord wanted to dovetail the vision with the study of the Word. Micah 4 verse 2. I want to talk about the kingdom of God as a mighty mountain. Many nations shall come and say, Come and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord to the house of the God of Jacob. He will teach us his ways and we shall walk in his paths. For out of Zion the law shall go forth and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. You know, the Bible says that all nations will flow to the Lord's house which shall be established on top of the mountains. When you look at the word of God, it teaches us about mountains. They have spiritual importance. Isaiah chapter 2, verse 2. Now it shall come to pass in the latter days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established on top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills and all nations shall flow to it. When you understand that the mountain is the kingdom of God, that the Lord is drawing all nations to it. The kingdom of God is the unshakable Mount Zion in heaven. Did you know that there's a very tall mountain in heaven? The Bible talks about it. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 22. You have come to Mount Zion and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to an innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly and the church of the firstborn, those who have been resurrected, who are registered in heaven, to God the judge of all, to the spirits of just men made perfect, to Jesus the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than that of Abel. Verse 28, Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, you see, in the spiritual realm, the Bible links the kingdom of God with a massive, unshakable 
mountain. Hallelujah. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear, for our God is a consuming fire. This kingdom of God is absolutely reliable. Hallelujah. The word of God, the promises of God, the kingdom of God are unshakable. They are the sure foundation of our lives. John, the apostle, Revelations 21.10, talks about this great mountain in heaven. And he, the Holy, the Holy Spirit, carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain and showed me the great city the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God, having the glory of God. Her light was like a most precious stone, like a jasper stone, clear as crystal. As I looked upon this mighty mountain in this vision that was ascending before me, that was arising before me, I felt in my heart, surely the kingdom of God is arising. You know, you look around you, in the natural, you see war, Russia and Ukraine. You see countries and financial problems, all the stuff that goes on. But I believe the kingdom of God is arising. Hallelujah. You know, you have to look by faith, by faith. We, we showed, you know, we heard uh, testimonies of autistic children, the video of those two boys, you know, you when you see a child with autism, you look by faith at the kingdom of God, the unshakable kingdom of God. And all of us, we sh whatever situation we find ourselves in, if it's like Christine hadn't worked for five years, demonised, you know, then the prophecy comes, the unshakable kingdom of God comes to her life and then... Demons are gone. Next day she's got a job. Then she gets promoted from glory to glory, the unshakable kingdom of God. Praise God. And this kingdom is greater than any other kingdom and any other problem in your life. It's greater than the kingdom of darkness. I don't know why people are so afraid of darkness. Recently we, we had our meeting in the Masonic Lodge in Los Angeles, and so many Christians were like, ah, they're so scared about going, you know, and yet we had an awesome miracle meeting. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. Don't be afraid of the devil. Praise God. Put your hand on your chest and say, don't be afraid of the devil. Matthew 21, 17. Then he looked at them and said, what then is this that is written? This is Jesus speaking. The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. Hallelujah. You know, the, the cornerstone of, of a building in the New Testament, it kept it all together. It's the unshakable stone, holds it all together. Jesus Christ, may he be the chief cornerstone of your life, unshakable, keeping everything together. And he says, whoever falls, falls on that stone, will be broken, but on whomever it falls, it will grind him to powder. Hallelujah. That's our, our God. His kingdom is greater than anything. 
You, you try to bring down his kingdom. You try to oppose his kingdom and be careful. lest that kingdom fall upon you and you be ground to powder. Daniel sees a stone destroying all other kingdoms and that stone became a mighty kingdom, an everlasting kingdom. Hallelujah. Mountain. Let's read it. Daniel 2, 31, you, O king, he's talking about Nebuchadnezzar, I believe, were watching and behold a great image. This great image whose splendour was excellent stood before you and its form was awesome. This image's head was of fine gold, its chest and arms of silver, its belly and thighs of bronze, its legs of iron, its feet partly of iron and partly of clay. You watch while a stone was cut out with hands, which struck the image on its feet of iron and clay and broke them in pieces. Then the iron, the clay, the bronze, the silver and the gold were crushed together and became like chaff from the summer threshing floors. The wind carried them away so that no trace of them was found. That's what we're believing for you, that all your problems are crushed and destroyed and blown away by the wind of God's presence so that they cannot be found by the kingdom of God. And this stone that struck the image became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. I tell you that this mountain of the kingdom of God is arising in your life. Hallelujah. And it shall destroy that which opposes you and poses the kingdom of God. Verse 44, And in the days of these kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed and the kingdom shall not be left to other people. It shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms and it shall stand forever. And as you saw that the stone was cut out of the mountain with hands and that it was broken pieces, the iron, the bronze, the clay, the silver and the gold, the great God has made known to the king what will come to pass after this. The dream is certain and its interpretation is sure. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a mighty kingdom. Give Jesus a wave. Hallelujah. What a mighty kingdom that destroys autism, that destroys Down syndrome, that destroys cancer, that destroys spouse, uh, what are the spirit spouses, that destroys every type of affliction. It is the kingdom of God that destroys schizophrenia, mental illness, demon possession. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In 19, about 1997, I had an encounter with God. I share this for your edification. I had an encounter with God. And uh, the power of God came on me and I fell down the floor. I was by myself in, when I was a missionary in Paraguay and uh, I thought I was going to die. The power of God was so strong. It was like physical electricity flowing through my body. I thought my heart would stop. Um, such was the power of God. And I was taken into a vision. And I went up 
and up and up onto a very high mountain. And I stood upon that mountain. I could see all around like the nations of the earth. I tell you that God wants us to stand upon his mountain, to walk in the spirit, to see in the spirit and not to walk in the flesh and in the mundane things of the flesh. Praise God. So spiritually, God has called us to be on his mountain in the kingdom of God because we are the head and not the tail. Every principality and power has been placed under his feet and we are seated in him above it all. Amen. What happens on the mountain of the Lord? What happens? If you have a look at scripture, it's interesting because these things happen spiritually happen on the mountain. Matthew 17, verse 1, Jesus revealed his glory on the mountain. Now, after six days, Jesus took Peter, James, and John, the brother. He led them up on a high mountain. So it's important. I mean, Jesus could have done this anywhere, but he chose that they would travel up on a high mountain, which would have taken a bit of effort to get there. He led them up on a high mountain by themselves and he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun. His clothes became as white as light. While he was still speaking, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them and suddenly a voice came out of the cloud saying, This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Hear him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the kingdom of God, praise God, there's revelation of Jesus Christ. There is the manifest word of, word of the Lord and there is the glory of God. Hallelujah. So, you know, on the mountain, if you can think of it spiritually, in the kingdom of God, which is like being on a mountain, there is glory there is revelation. There is true fellowship. John 6, 3, And Jesus went up on the mountain, and there he sat with his disciples. Oh, praise God. You know, there's a, there's a fellowship that comes in the anointing and in the glory. On the mountain, the sick are healed. We need to climb the mountain with Jesus. Praise God. You hear what I'm saying? We need to go to a higher level than just doing the mundane, fleshly stuff of life. We need to go in the spirit to a higher level. Matthew 15, 29, Jesus departed from there, skirted the Sea of Galilee, and he went up on the mountain and sat down there. Then great multitudes came to him, having with them the lame, the blind, the mute, the maimed, and many others, and laid, laid them down at Jesus' feet. So it would have been a bit of an effort to bring these lame people, these blind and deaf, up on the mountain, and they laid them at the feet of Jesus on the mountain. So the multitude, and he healed them. And the multitude marveled when they saw the mute speaking, the maimed made whole, the lame walking, the blind sing, and they glorified the God of Israel. There's praise on the mountain. Hallelujah. When people start getting healed and delivered, there's praise. 
And what, did, what happened after they got healed? What happened after they got healed? He fed them. There's provision on the mountaintop. When you go into the kingdom of God, when you go into that heavenly zone, when you go on top of the mountain spiritually, there is divine provision. And Jesus called his disciples to himself. This is on the mountain and said, I have compassion on the multitude because they have now continued with me three days and have nothing to eat. I do not want to send them away hungry lest they faint on the way. And then he asked, what do they have? And they have seven loaves and two fish, commanded the multitude to sit down. He took the seven loaves and the fish and gave thanks, broke them and gave them to his disciples and the disciples to the multitude. So they all ate and were filled and they took up seven large baskets full of fragments that were left. Now those who ate were 4,000 men besides women and children. Praise God. And do you remember what? What it says about Abraham when he's on the mountain, he's supposed to sacrifice Isaac and the Lord provides the ram. And Abraham, this is Genesis twenty two thirteen. and Abraham called the name of the place the Lord will provide, as it is to this day. In the mount of the Lord it shall be provided. Do you understand what I'm saying? In the mount of the Lord, in the kingdom of God, it shall be provided for you. Put your faith in Jesus Christ. The kingdom of God operates around faith. Put your faith in the Lord. On the mount of the Lord, it shall be provided. Praise God. You know, on the mount of the Lord, the glory descends. Genesis 24, 16, when Moses went up onto Mount Sinai, the cloud covered it covered it for six days. The seventh day he called to Moses out of the midst of the cloud. The sight of the glory of the Lord was like a consuming fire on the mountain. Hallelujah. I just love it when the Lord baptizes people in fire and the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Praise God. And those, you know, those of us, you know, and hopefully all of you, those of us in ministry who preach the gospel, you know, you're supposed to do it from the mountaintop. How beautiful, Isaiah 52, 7, how beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news. Hallelujah. You understand what I'm saying? In the kingdom of God, be filled with the Holy Spirit and preach in the power of the Holy Spirit. Be on the mountaintop. Hallelujah. <clears throat> well, who can go up the mountain? Who can go up the mountain? Psalm 24, verse 3. Who may ascend into the hill of the Lord? Who may stand in the holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul to an idol, nor sworn deceitfully, he shall receive blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is Jacob, the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face. Selah. Who can go up on this mountaintop where God provides? Who can go up on this mountaintop where the glory of the Lord is revealed? Who can go up on this mountaintop where people are healed and delivered? Who can go up into this place where God speaks with man? Those who have a clean heart. 
Who can enter the kingdom of God but those who repent and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ? You know, when your heart has unforgiveness, when your heart holds grudges, you're bound. You can't move up the mountain. When, when your heart is in sin of jealousy and lust, you're bound. You know, you're, you're unable to have that sensitivity with the Holy Spirit. You're unable to receive the things of God. You're unable to climb the mountain because you're bound by your sin. So now I want to invite us, repent, repent. If it's sins of the mouth, <clears throat> of getting angry and shouting, gossip, if it's uh, stealing, misusing your finances, not honouring God with your finances, if it's uh, whatever it is in your life, if it's entertaining yourself with darkness, with uh, what, whatever it is on the internet, on TV, you know, what are you, what are you entertaining yourself with? So I want to encourage us right now. Take time just to repent. If you've got broken relationships with someone, ask the Lord to forgive you and to heal that relationship. Can we do that right now? So let's, let's close our eyes right now and just begin to confess, confess, confess our sins. Confess your sins that you may be healed. Some people want healing, but they don't want to confess their sins. You have to leave your sin, okay? Leave your sin, particularly unforgiveness, grudges, resentment. Right now, just begin to tell the Lord, these are my sins. I ask for your forgiveness, Lord, in Jesus' name. <clears throat> you know, God heals the body to save the soul. God heals the body to show his mercy towards a sinner. That's why we should receive Jesus Christ in faith and repent of all this evil, this fleshly stuff that's going on in our life. Praise God. I'm seeing someone you're addicted, uh, sexually addicted to pornography, masturbation. You know, confess your sin. He'll set you free. I'm seeing someone else. You've got this terrible darkness, oppression in the mind, and particularly hate and unforgiveness. Repent. Confess it to the Lord that he might cleanse you and you can be free, unchained, and send the kingdom of God the mountain of the Lord. Hallelujah. Right now, just confess. Confess it all to the Lord. Tell it to him. He is faithful and just and will forgive you and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. I'm seeing someone and you have unforgiveness towards your grandmother. Forgive. Forgive. You have, you're a woman. You have unforgiveness towards your grandmother. Forgive right now. Others, you've got unforgiveness towards your parents. You don't want to talk to them. Hallelujah. Forgive and love. Don't be the cause of spiritual attack against other people. Don't be the cause of other people's pain. God wants you to be the, the source, the cause of blessing and goodness and love and reconciliation. So let's pray. Repeat after me, those who want to. Father, forgive me. Cleanse me. In Jesus' name, set me free. I confess my sins. I'm a sinner and I turn to Christ. Now open the door of your heart 
Imagine, take your hand on a door, open it, the door of your heart, open it wide. Now say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart, fill my heart with your righteous presence, with your holiness and redeem me, save me by your shed blood at Calvary. Lord, let the kingdom of God come and dwell, the kingdom of heaven come and dwell in my heart. Rule and reign that great mountain of the Lord. Come, be established in my heart. I believe that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Saviour. Heaven is my home. Now that's the glory of God going, going into you. That's the glory of God going into you. I see the glory of God going into your rooms like a wind, like a wind. I see the glory of God going into the rooms like a wind, like a wind. I see people being filled with the glory. Those of you who repented, your heart is free to receive. So you receive the glory, receive the presence of God. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. That's a fire of God coming on you. Fire of God coming on people right now. Fire of God coming on people right now. Fire of God burning in you, burning in you, burning in you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father.